This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. You'd think that I'd know that line after saying it 500 times, but apparently I do not. Um, we are here in a live situation, so I can't wait to share this with you guys. Um, can you tell us what this week's wrap up is? So we have Brit's really good friend and amazing all around girl, Morgan Potts, on the show. She's the CEO and founder of Granarly, a whiskey granola designed to get you out of your comfort zone. Um, she is incredible, and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this. Yeah, she's all about like if I could describe Morgan in two words, it would be grit and grace. Um, that woman is so kind and loving and she makes sure that everybody that she meets feels seen. Um, she talks about how she started her business, what inspired her and really following like the path, I guess, like the, on like the path that maybe is not something that you had intentionally set up for yourself, but that like you keep being guided towards. Which right. I really relate to with Haven and Flex because it was like the candles just would not leave me alone. Right. Literally popping up. Yeah, her story is really inspiring and just also just the way that she has um, grown her business. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the things that she's accomplished, she's on the shelves of a lot of, you know, major stores and just an overall good person at the same time. So it's cool. So congratulations, Morgan, on launching in Whole Foods today. She is now in Whole Foods in Texas. So if you guys are in Texas, which I will be in June, go get yourself some Granarly. It is on the shelves. It is the snackable granola with whiskey. And those are all of my favorite things. So um, let's jump into some local events. Do you want to talk about what we got going on? Yeah, I mean, so this is our favorite day of the month on Thursday. Um, We have Ladies Night at Record Street Brewing. We have 12 other amazing businesses that are joining us. Um, Such a great lineup. And it's going to be rodeo themed. Um, We're going to have like a a Murdoch's like um, photo booth with the Vasto Co, which I'm super stoked on. And Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously all of our... Our, all of our staple people will be there. So, our besties. Yeah, our little bestie crew. Um, it's going to be a good night. And I'm really excited for that and glad that it's here again. I know. I love Ladies Night. It's my favorite night of the week. It's just such a good opportunity for all of these amazing local business owners and our friends to promote their business and be seen. And we've just had such great success with it in the past. God, it's been over a year now. Yeah, And I just... I'm like... I'm so proud of you for making it like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone has contributed to it. And I just, I feel like for the shopper, it's just such a unique experience because we bring like Reno's top local businesses under one roof um, and allow you to shop locally Mm -hmm. conveniently at the same time. Um, And so, I mean, I know that I go around and shop and I bring home every single thing I bring home. I'm like, I just love, and it just makes you feel good to support local and, um, connect with people in a genuine way. The vibe is so good. Yeah. Um, always. We have DJ Ryan coming again. He's become one of our staples. Um, so super, super pumped for Thursday. It's going to be a party. Get yourself a pizza. Meet us at Record Street Brewery from five to seven. We will be there. Yes. With our party pants on. And then we're going to Riley Green on Friday. We're going to Riley Green on Friday. So we're going to a concert on Friday at um, CBI, which I love that place for TJ's a lot Corral. of reasons. But it is um, where John and I got married. It's our wedding venue. And I just love Carson Rellian. Um, So I'm excited to head out there. And I'm excited to hang with you. I cannot wait. We are going to have so much fun. No. Are we drinking whiskey or tequila that night? Girl tequila. Okay. If you guys are going to Riley Green, slide into our DMs. Let's drink tequila together. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into this week's episode. I'm just really, really excited about it. So full speed ahead. Yep. Enjoy. I did the finger guns. Broke the finger guns out. <laughs>
So, Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want. They have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you like need a little break or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. All right, y'all. Today we have one of my closest friends on the show, Morgan Potts. I met her when I lived in Austin with my ex-husband. And let me tell y'all, we have been through so much together in just three short years. It's insane. We've gone through breakups, businesses, a variation of short-term jobs, a realtor's license, travel, tears, my first big account in Aspen, trade shows, karaoke at the Cat's Meow in Vegas. That was my first time ever doing karaoke. And you would have thought that like she was like Christina Aguilera. It was amazing. Um, And overall, a hell of a lot of growth. So I can honestly say I've never met anyone quite like Mo, but I call her Mo. I'm sorry. And I'm probably going to continue to do that. Her name is Morgan. Um, But Morgan, tell the people what you do. Love this intro. Besides karaoke, I do a lot of things. (laughs) I own a company called Grenarly and we make Epic on the go products, which I'll get into more soon. But I spend my days moving and grooving and learning a lot and just kind of rolling with the punches. But yeah, at at the end of the day, I run Grenarly and kind of wear a lot of hats with that. So thanks for having me here today. We are going to talk a lot about Grenarly, sorry. Um, but can you just tell us like what you did before you started that and what has helped you build your business? Yeah, so I love this question. I feel like I don't know life before Grenarly because I was in college and I started it right out of college. But I will say I started working at a young age of 15, my parents were like, go get a job. When you're in high school, I cheered and they were, you know, they, they supported me and encouraged me in so many ways, but they understood work ethic and the importance of working hard. My dad's an entrepreneur. And so I was, I grew up, you know, being surrounded by business and saw my dad's business be the most successful, successful and crash. Sorry, I'm going to be able to speak, I promise. And so I started working at a young age uh, of 15 and worked while in school and cheered and all the things. And so I feel like even during college, I have a degree in animal science. I thought I was going to go to vet school. And so, you know, I don't know, looking back and I was working really hard towards something I wasn't passionate about. 
And I think that set me up for a lot of success with Gernarly because it taught me grit, even though things get hard, if that makes sense. So yeah, I don't remember much life before Gernarly, but I started it. Yeah. At 22. What was the second part of that question? I'm sorry. You, well, you answered that pretty much like spot on, but you've worked for a lot of companies like just because I know you so well. So like you've worked for so many companies while you had Grenarly and it was developing into what it is now. Cause how long has Grenarly been around? It's like almost 10 years, right? Yeah. It's been around eight years now since I had the dream about it. But I have, like you said, I've worked for a lot of woman owned companies, especially in Austin and every, you know, up until right now, and we're still kind of easing into that, but I've always had to have a full-time job with Gernarly because I didn't fundraise and we, you know, just so many different reasons, but I've been very strategic about the jobs I've had. I've worked for larger companies or startups that are woman owned because I'm like, if I'm going to spend my days working for someone, I want to learn as much as I possibly can and figure out like the do's and don'ts and what they're doing right. And get to know the founders that are just like me or, you know what I mean? And, and spend my hours working for them, helping them build their dream and hopes that someone will do that with me too, but also to use that to go Grenardly. So throughout the past eight years, I've worked for Alter Voices and Packed Party and I've been a real estate agent, all these different things. And uh, yeah, I've just learned so much along the way. I always say if I was going to start another business, I would know exactly what not to do because I, it, it's tremendous wealth learning what not to do in a business. So, Absolutely. I can definitely attest to that. I mean, I think both of us can say, well, I know for me, cause I, you learn so much from working for other people and seeing them grow businesses, especially startups. I would recommend to anybody that's like wanting to start a business at some point. I mean, I was lucky and I think you were lucky to watch our dads like really get after and like you and your grandma too, like be entrepreneurs and like really lead the charge with that. But then to also go and work for companies that were startups and having to be in the day to day, hustling and grinding and getting through that grit and figuring out like what's working and what's not working. Um, you know, before we get too far into this, I really want you to give like a specific detail of what, like, I want you to talk about the dream. Like I know about the dream. So like, talk to me about the dream for Grenarly. Yeah. So, and we're just going to be real on this podcast today. That's what I was invited to do. So here's all the raw and real, but I, my whole life, my mom was like, you're going to be an entrepreneur and I'm stubborn as heck. And I was like, I'm going to get a, I I worked at a vet clinic in high school and I was like, I'm going to get a vet degree. I want to save the elephants and I want to live in Africa. And so I slaved through organic chemistry and all the miserable classes in college to get this animal science degree. And literally my senior year of college, this in the same week, I got accepted to vet school, which is a huge accomplishment that I mean, there's not many vet schools. I I was like very proud to be accepted to one. And I also had a dream in the middle of the night and it was put whiskey and granola and call it Grenarly. And I woke up and I wrote it down in my notes. And then I had some fireball in my kitchen. I'm in college, you know, we always got the the cheap (laughs) alcohol. (laughs) And so I went to the kitchen and I was like, well, let's just see like what granola is made from from wait, whiskey's made from grains. And so I was like, this kind of makes sense. And I was about to go snowboarding. I would go snowboarding a lot in college. And, uh, I was like, whiskey keeps you warm on the mountain. And this actually is a great idea. And I was like, Grenarly, like that's a freaking sick name. And so anyway, all that to say, I, it was a journey from the dream to actually making it a reality. But what I realized when I had that dream is I've tried to start so many other businesses and they, Some I still want to start to this day, but they were all just kind of like very woo woo, like way out there or just silly, you know? And then with this one, I was like, man, this sounds like something that could actually be a thing. And so it was a process of, I delayed my acceptance to vet school. I moved to Shreveport, Louisiana, just to kind of regroup and figure out, I mean, y'all know getting out of college and being on your own for the first time. And it's like, like I went through this summer of depression and I'm not a depressed person ever, but I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm supposed to be an adult. I'm 22, 23 years old making these big decisions. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. And so 
I actually started, uh, one of my friends from college passed away that summer and that really wrecked me. And I found myself attending a young adult ministry in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I met the pastor and he specialized in marketing actually, and on the side. And I told him about Bernardly and I was a I was scared to mention whiskey at church. That's how like I grew up. And he was like, well, yeah, I know. I was like, uh, he's like, what's make makes your granola special? And I was like, um, it has whiskey in it. And anyway, he was like, that's an amazing idea. Have you ever thought this might've been a dream for your life? Like you're calling. And I was like, actually, no, like I didn't, I didn't really think like God speaks to you or like that dreams are given to you for like divine intervention, you know? And he was like, you should probably press into that. And so, I'll spare all the details, but basically everything, just all the doors open that I could have never made up. Like the person I met, I went to go visit the vet school I was going to go to in Grenada, which is an island. And me and my dad went and cause I was still so torn. I was like, how do I turn down this thing I've worked so hard for? And I met a girl on the plane and then I ended up touring the spice farms in Grenada instead of visiting the college. And my dad is like, you want to start Grenada? You don't, and, and you want to live on an island. You don't want to go to vet school. And I, I promise, like on that trip, I said, if I don't start Grenarly now, I will regret it. But if I start vet school now, I will regret not starting Grenarly, if that makes sense. Like I, I knew that Grenarly was a now thing and vet school could always be down the road if I ever wanted to go back. And so I literally got back to Louisiana and hit the ground running. So yeah. Long and what... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's amazing. I love the story. And that's why I wanted you to tell it because I know it. And it's what like attracted me. That was what initially attracted me to, to Grenarly is I like you, what originally attracted me to you and why we became friends is because Morgan has a very adventurous spirit. So what a lot of people don't know about Morgan is that she like kind of, so I met her right when I was about to leave my husband and it was like in the last four months. And I was in a new state. I was living in Austin, Texas. And this woman like reminded me of all the things that I love to do. So like we would do all, she would create all of these really fun experiences for us to do as a team. And we would like go out and do them. So like we went to Barton Springs and super early in the morning all together and like jumped in the water together. Do you remember that? That was like super fun. But like about that. We'd go to like Zilker Park and like watch concerts, which we didn't even see the concert. We just sat in the park because that place is so big. But like there were so many things like that where she started like slowly but surely like pulling me out of kind of this like depressive state I had been in. We had gone on a trip to Vegas together. This is where the cat's meow was. And it was like I had been holding in so much of myself for so long and a couple things happened and I don't, I won't get into too much of the details, but I was having a conversation with my ex-husband on the phone and Morgan was, we were sharing a room. So she like overheard it and I thought it wasn't going to go in this direction. And he was so mean to me on the phone. And when I got off the phone, Morgan looked at me and like, I don't even remember what the question was, but it was a look on your face. Like, it just was like, that wasn't okay. Like it was immediate. And I was like, Okay, so this person is super supportive. She's breaking me out of my shell. She's super adventurous. We went to the cat's meow. I had never done karaoke in my life. This bitch puts on a boa and like gets on the stage. <laughs> Did you have a wig on too? Yeah, you had a wig on. She puts a wig on. She's like got a boa around her neck and she's like up on this stage. And you would have, I have a video of this. I like, can I share the video? I would love to see it. She yes, we have like, to share. It was the weirdest night of my life, but yeah. honestly hilarious. We were like playing volleyball while singing karaoke, like holding a bracer <laughs> scooter. Like it was like the most berserk place ever. I'm like, what That's is happening? Awesome. But whatever. That really <laughs> was. Honestly, if you guys are in Vegas on Fremont Street, you should go to the Cats Meow because it is hilarious. And like, true, we were playing volleyball, singing karaoke. I got up and I sang Cardi B's I Like It, but I didn't know all of the Spanish words. So I started doing stand-up comedy instead. So I was like rapping, like, swear. Yeah. It was like the weirdest thing ever. It was so... That was your, um, that was your moment, Britt. <laughs> All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I wanna talk a little bit about 
a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So, Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great-grandparents started Murdoch's Western Wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watch a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not going to lie. I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch's hats and apparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. She got me back out of my comfort zone, made me realize that like she was very supportive in a way that was like not judgmental. So she's just a solid friend. Then the granola itself is incredible, right? Like the granola yes. tastes amazing. Like it's not, it's not soggy. Like it's got a solid crunch to it. But for me, as I was going back into this adventurous stage in my life, she had created granola that I could literally take with me everywhere that I went. So it's in like this pouch that is waterproof and resealable. So you can literally like what I do when I'm camping is I bring it with and I bring some like almond milk, like the little travel size almond milks and you unzip the pouch and you pour almond milk in it and you just eat out of the pouch, mm. the granola and you have like the best cereal you've ever had in your life. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. So it's convenient, which I feel like is half the battle to like eat healthy in today's world and have it be convenient and on the go, like you were saying, like on the chairlift or whatever um, that you do, like for me, probably hiking or something, but or on the boat. For hiking on the boat and it's yeah. small, like it fits in like your coat pocket. That's so nice. And it like, obviously it's filled. yeah, that's granola. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Like we, I, right after I made it, I went, came up here snowboarding on a trip and I, I put it in these little baggies that are like clear little jewelry, like where you buy little earrings at the mart or whatever. And I little packaged it. I had no labels and I was passing it out to everyone. And everyone was like, what are you, are you giving me drugs? Like literally it was just like this sketchy little bag, of granola, <laughs> but I was passing it out and everyone was eating it. And they were like, this is so good. And long story short, how I ended up in Austin is I bought a food truck and I, that's a whole other story and moved to Austin. People loved our granola, but granola is granola is granola. Like I think one of the hardest things with Granarly, we differentiate ourselves really well, but there's just so much granola out there. People can make it at home. Like I never thought I'd make granola, but our differentiator is, it's snackable. People are like, I want a granola bar or I want a bag of granola that's cereal, but ours is in between. It's like, why not make something that actually tastes so good that you can eat by itself? And so through our food truck and learning what our customers like, we started packaging the granola in the two ounce bags. And then I was like, waterproof is amazing because you really can like jump in a pool with it if you want. And uh, I'm sure we'll get to this later in the show, but some things we're launching coming soon are like it's just it's just cool looking back to see how things have evolved to get where we are today because at 22 i never thought we'd be where we are right now but it's setting us up for such a cool new adventure so anyway i it's funny because you said that and when you were like talking about that school i had forgotten about that school for you and your your logo slash mascot is a double-headed llama named Ooh, Otis. Llama. Yes. <laughs> He's my best friend. A really long time ago, they made, uh, she made these like oversized shirts and I, she gave me one and I'm not kidding you. I sleep in that thing every night. Like I wish that I didn't, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know how like kosher that is, but like it is my no, favorite shirt in the world. <laughs> when you're the right shirt, it's it's like, yeah. 
Oh yeah, you have to sleep. But the other day, Britt sent me a selfie. I think like you were at night, like or in the morning, I don't remember. And we had the same shirt on. And I was like, this is really cute. <laughs> the Granarly awesome. shirt. It's so comfortable though. So, so anyway. graphic designer is one of the money things that you've done as well. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said so graphic designer you is one of the money things that you've done as well. Add it to yeah, your list I do of a little bit, but <laughs> Yeah. So many jobs. I feel like there are definitely some things I can like Canva all day long, but there are some things I just have to get someone's help with. So I, I definitely have an army of people behind me, which has been really, really such a blessing too. As far as, um, so you're sitting on the shelves of some really big grocery stores. What do you think? I mean, I know you just talked about like what sets you apart, but like you know, some of the granola you have in bulk now. So what's setting you apart from a not snackable perspective? Yeah. So great question. And I will let the podcast guests listening. Um, I guess they're not guests, the podcast listeners. Uh, I, this airs tomorrow. We're launching in whole foods tomorrow, which is amazing. And what feels like, yeah, I don't know if I even told you that, Britt, but we did like, they've got their order today. So hopefully by the time people listen to this, it'll be in whole foods, um, in Texas to start. Uh, so oh, I'm crazy. That's amazing. Not nationwide. That would be freaking, that would be freaking sick, but thank you. I'm trying to be excited about it. It's been quite the journey, but anyway, it, you know, if I listened to people back in the day of, we don't need another granola out there, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, but because I believe in our branding and our product and where we're headed and myself, that's what keeps me going. And it's funny. I talked to another big grocery chain yesterday and she's like, we actually want to do a granola refresher um, in January. So people are looking for something new out there. I mean, the brands that have been around forever, people love like Kind and Bare Naked and Nature Valley, you know, whatever. With Granarly, we're bringing something new to the table. So our blend, I always say that we're not just the, the sprinkle on top. We're the main event because our blends taste so good that you can eat them by themselves. So that's one differentiator. All of our blends are gluten-free and nut-free, which a lot of granolas use nuts. And so uh, even though we're gluten-free, we don't taste like like some out there or like tastes like rice krispies or something like it tastes really hearty even though it's gluten-free and our blends are funky we use funky ingredients so the whiskey we have one that has no added sugar and it's sweetened with avocados and dates avocados actually sweeten and amaranth so we just like to use funky ingredients that aren't your normal like you know banana bread or coconut like we just use funky things and then our branding alone i think the branding makes our packaging and brand stand out on the shelf we get more comments about that than anything i think for me personally when i go shop at the grocery store and there's a hundred options i pick something that looks really cool so our colors our llama like our names everything people just that is really what is setting us apart on the shelves today so I mean, we talk about branding all the time. I mean, she's the pink truck. I'm the mental health candles. Like it's literally like, you know, you can say all day at the end of the day, she sells clothes and I sell candles. Like it's really not exactly. like reinventing the wheel. It is what it is, but we're passionate about what we do. We have a lot of like a strong mission about what we're doing. And then our branding is strong and that's what makes us stand out against, you know, anybody or anything else. So I'm just like super proud of you. I like can't get over that. I'm just having like a friend moment where I'm just like, yeah, it's, I mean, you're amazing. And I mean, I don't know you personally, but what I've heard in today and also from Brit, it sounds like you're, you know, really good with relationships and connecting with people. And you said you have an army behind you. Um, obviously that shows that you're really skilled with people and relationships. So tell us like how important that is and um, just how you, um, like any tip that you would give to someone with relationships and being a boss and stuff like that? Yes, this is my favorite question ever. I love people. I always say, people are like, what do you do for a living? And besides Granarly, I'm like, I wish I got paid to be a friend because I feel like relationships are literally everything. And I think my tidbit, if I could phrase it in something is, open your mouth and say something to someone all the time because you never know who you're going to meet. And I've just met the craziest people like 
on it. I was talking about this yesterday with someone on a Southwest flight. I met this guy that like runs the skydiving museum in Florida. And then, you know, I met an Uber driver that, you know, you just like, you never know who you're going to meet and who they're going to know. And not that you need to reach out, like not that you need to talk to people to get a, like get something from them, but even just learning someone's story or where they've come from. And I genuinely just care about people and feel like it helps me be a more well-rounded individual by learning people's stories and how they got where they are today. And so I hope that answers your question, but I do think that connections are everything. You know, you hear that growing up and I just feel like I wouldn't be where I'm at today without the people that I know and who I've surrounded myself with and just having genuine cheerleaders for you, but also being able to genuinely support other people. And I always want to show up as the friend and supporter and business owner that I want in return. And so, you know, it goes back to like the golden rule, rule, like treat others how you want to be treated. And I genuinely feel like that gets you a long way in life. So it's hard. You know, I was posting on my Instagram, I think this morning or yesterday about how do you, Oh, it was the TikTok you got, Brent. I was like, how do you like feed yourself and work out and run a business and have a full-time job and be a good friend? And I'm always like, I'm not a good friend, but really, you know, I have a million unread text messages, but I, people have grace for me and I show grace for other people. And I just think that what you put out into the world, you get back in return. So that's what it boils down to. That's amazing. Sounds like just such a good lesson for everyone to learn, especially someone in your position, because relationships do take time and they can be, you know, draining in some ways. And especially when you have a lot of people that work under you, sometimes it almost feels like you're just managing um, relationships more than focusing on the brand, I'm sure. But um, it sounds like you do such a great job. And yeah, just keeping the golden rule, I think it just um, allows people to keep perspective and keep things positive and light and, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes. I I think that like with you too, and what I'm even hearing you say is it's like, there's two levels. There's someone you bring in to your circle, like someone who you've decided like, this is a person I want to keep. And then there's the acquaintances. And I know that we, I think we've talked about relationships before on this podcast, but you know, what I value and what I appreciate about Morgan is that she makes people feel seen whether you're the uber driver the fucking trash lady like it doesn't matter like she treats everybody with kindness and i think that that's like something we can all take away from this is and even like for my birthday i like acted like a spoiled brat and um she dealt with me through that i literally made her cry it was like not one of my best moments no no, i was a dick clean it up this girl sounds like an actual (laughs) angel she is and she was (laughs) no 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 we are both i was i was actually gonna bring this up but keep going because this is a great this is my favorite thing to talk about ever well because i think that this is a really important thing for people to see that like morgan is quite frankly one of my best friends. If I need anything in the world, or if I have anything from a business perspective, from a friendship, from a relationship, from anything, I call Morgan and I have forever. We've been through the gnarliest relationships with men. We've been through and like seen each other through it. Like it's only been three years, but our relationship has been so like strong and we got into a gnarly fight. Um, I don't even remember exactly. Oh, she wanted to go to the X games for her brand because it was the right thing to do. And I like was having this control issue because there wasn't parking and I was like having a meltdown and my ex-boyfriend was like texting me some bullshit and I was just like losing my brain. Like I couldn't function. I, I, that doesn't mean you can be mean to people. And I say that all the time because I think this is one of the big lessons where I was like, I was having a breakdown, but that didn't mean that I could be mean to Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan not only like took, oh, and then we were in Aspen and during X games, Yikes. So it's fucking crazy as hell. Everything's expensive, but everything's still locked down. Mm. And we're trying to figure out where we're going to go for my birthday dinner. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk the dog. And I like leave and I come back and Morgan's like crying on the floor, like literally. Mm. And I, and when I left, I was like, nah, I did not say nice words. And then I yelled at her because she started crying. And what happens when people cry to me, at me, around me, I yell at them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was happy to say, like, you guys you've got, you've gotten stuff. better, Britt. We've, <laughs> well, I'm in therapy now. So <laughs> it just seems like you guys are both like very passionate people, you know, like in, but you genuinely root for each other. But sometimes when two emotional, passionate people like 
get together, it can, yeah, like you can have some outbursts, but you learn from it. No, I was a dick. Like, I want to be very clear that like I, and this is the difference is that Morgan set her boundaries and was like, this is not acceptable. Like, I'm not okay. Like with what's going on here. And like, I'm going to tell her that I'm not okay with it. And when she did that, because I was like, honestly, like I hadn't gone through therapy. I was holding a lot of things in, like I was stressed out with work. Like all of these, I can make all of these excuses as to why, but that was a point in my life where I would lash out at people. And uh, you know, I've done that to like some other, I did that to the wolf a couple times. Like I have a tendency to lash out and I'm working on it really hard. But like Morgan was at the butt of that and like, or at the tail end of that. And that was like such a big lesson for me because I left that blaming all of my issues on Morgan. And then when I stepped away from it, I was like, all of those issues were me. And like Morgan just held space for me and was like, and she didn't even, she just said like, this is not a cool way to be. And like, we sorted it out. We went to dinner. We met a random person, invited her to my birthday dinner. Nice. And her dog. Yeah, that was nice. fun. See, talk to everyone. Never, <laughs> do we talk to her anymore? No, I never saw her again. <laughs> that sounds about right but it's so true and so, it goes back to that like when you when you've i would probably probably need to keep going but no, i just want to mention going. this like when you when you find the people that you cherish and believe in like like what i'm learning as as i'm growing up is like i want to be friends with everybody and everything be everything you know all the things but people are people and people go through things and sometimes friendships need breaks. And that doesn't mean you're like done forever, but you go through seasons like me and Britt after that trip, we took our time and space and then we've come back way better than ever. I was not in a good, it wasn't all Britt's fault. Like I was going through a bad breakup. I was emotionally not okay. Like there was so much in that mixing pot at the time. And I just think it's so cool. Like our conversations now are a million times different than those conversations. And I tell Brit all the time, I'm like, just the growth we've both gone through since then has been so beautiful to watch. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Vegas Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you and a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. So the point of that is not every relationship is going to be easy. Most of the time, the ones worth working towards, whether it's a romantic relationship, friendships, business relationships, like Whole Foods I've been talking to for five years, you know, like if I would have given up on that in year one, we wouldn't be sitting here today. But I also was not where I needed to be five years ago to be on the shelves. Like if they asked me five years ago, we wouldn't be as cool looking and I wouldn't be ready as I am right now. So some things genuinely just take time and are worth the investment and, you know, working through the ick to get to where you got to go. Yeah. Right. What is your biggest dream for Granarly and where do you see it in five to 10 years? Okay. I always say that I want to sell it to Kellogg's and I've always said that. And like, I don't know that that's going to happen, <laughs> but I'm just like manifesting that right now because that would be yeah, dope. Speak it out loud. Um, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if it would be Kellogg, but I think I always pray. I'm like very open-handed with Bernarly. And I'm always like, if this ends today, I'm so grateful I've done it because I've learned so much along the way. And I would, I would start a business way differently now than I did with Bernarly, but I'm very grateful for the long process of it. And so I think for the next 10 years, uh, I told Britt, I would launch this little tidbit on here for the listeners. It's a little inside scoop, but we're launching a line of whiskey and, that's pretty cool. Uh, and it's not just your normal whiskey. It's like, 
we'll have to get y'all some. I'll send y'all some samples. Y'all can be my taste testers. But we're oh, going to do some, I can't really give all the details yet, but some on-the-go type of whiskey. Think slope shots like you take while you're skiing. And then you might have some Grenarly to chase it with. So I feel like there's a whole new wave of Grenarly happening that's not just granola, which is kind of my vision. And with that, just growing a team, growing the brand, and then hopefully selling it so I can just stay in the founder speaking, doing things like this role and not the running the business role because that is not my strong suit and I want someone smarter than me to be running it. So yeah, it would be a, a goal of mine to sell it and then start new businesses or maybe consult and work with other small woman owned brands because I really do have a passion and a heart for that. I love that. So with all of that, like you're launching a lot, you are the one, really it's you behind the brand. Like you have a manufacturer, but that's it. Um, so you've got a lot on your plate and you seem to have it reasonably under control, which is, you know, relative also. Um, how do you manage it all? And can you leave our listeners with some tips? Yeah. So I love what you talked about recently, Britt, about how you took a nap and you got one of your biggest orders. And we talk about this all the time, you and I, because I feel like in this world, we feel like we have to strive a lot. Like we're always like not doing enough or we have to send a bunch of emails, make a bunch of calls. And I genuinely believe that everything that's happened with Grenarly has been out of my control, whether you believe it's God or the universe or whatever. Like, I feel like the doors have been open apart from what I've done. I just genuinely have to show up as myself and, you know, as best as I possibly can. And it's hard running a business when you're going through a breakup or have a hurt leg. Like this past month has honestly been super draining for me. And I'm like, I don't want to keep going. I don't have the strength to do this. But I have to remind myself that taking care of me is so important. So I do have a morning routine. I wake up and I journal, read my coffee and pray and you know start my day with gratitude because I feel like that sets you up for success. And I make sure I move my body every single day. Just little things like that. But it's changed how I show up in every other situation throughout the day. And I'm much more relaxed than just like, I'm not, you know, I have so much to do and I'm not focused on anything. So my tidbit for, for people are move and groove every day. I genuinely believe in having fun. Life is so freaking short. Like get outside, do something fun, call your mom, call a friend, walk a dog, pet a dog, you know, find little things in life that bring you joy because there's so much in life that will just bog you down and drain you if you only focus on that. And if you're looking to start a business or a dream or have a passion that you can't stop thinking about, my biggest tip is just go for it. Like I had a call right before this with these people that write books for you. And I've always wanted to write a book and it scared the heck out of me. Cause I don't even know what I would write about. Oh wait, are y'all there? Yeah. I waited for us for a second. Um, but anyway, I was like, I'm just going to have this conversation because at least it's a step in the direction of maybe writing a book one day, you know? And I just feel like sometimes you have to take that first step and just see what happens from there. So I love that. I know you're so full of like, well, just like so much knowledge. And I love like this one thing that you continue to bring up. And it's almost like you know that you are in control of certain things, but ultimately you know that you're not in control. And that kind of brings some peace in your business. Like when you said if Renali were to go away tomorrow, you would still be okay. And like not necessarily attaching yourself to the success of your business for like your self-worth. However, this business obviously means everything to you. Um, and I just like love that you continually bring up like God and the higher power and just knowing that it's part of the plan and the doors that open for you, you take those opportunities, but if they close, you don't let it, you know, shut down your business and you don't stop trying. And so it's just, it's been like kind of something that you brought up in every question. I love that and have learned so much from it. My dad always said, says too, he's like, and this is just an observation of his. He's like, you know, you always, um, like make the most money and do the most connections when you're outside. He's like, whenever you're like out doing stuff and you said it, like meeting somebody at the slopes or like on an airplane or driving, like, I think that's why I'm so passionate about driving cross country because like the people you meet and the things you see, like, it's so important that we all get to know each other's stories because it's the only way that we're going to have like an understanding for each other and not be so hostile, I think, mm -hmm. because it's just like, nobody has the same two stories and, and through that and having compassion and kindness, I mean, that's how I met 
well, I can't actually talk about that yet. So, but that's how I met like the next big stage in my, in my business is like, is through getting out there. Right. And it's not even like mm-hmm. necessarily what can these people do for me, but also like just listening sure. to their story, even their mistakes you can learn from yeah. and their successes you can learn from. So it's like, you're gaining something no matter what, just by being open and putting yourself out there too. Well, and she said like, sh- just showing up as her true self. Right. Like, I think that's so important. We're all so worried about this, like social media, Instagram, like what if you just showed up in that moment, in the space that you're in as your true self, what could that bring? Like what opportunities could that bring for you? Yeah. Just by being there. Right. Like real opportunities behind the scene opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into, do you want to do the thing? The really quick question. We switched it up. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, okay. So what is one like non-negotiable for you in your daily routine? Oh, that's a hard one. I would say moving my body. Like even if it's a walk to Starbucks down the road or a coffee shop, like it genuinely, I have to having, I haven't had a leg for the past two weeks. I have a leg, but like it hasn't been working and I have still managed to move my body somehow. So I think just moving in some capacity, even if it's dancing in my living room, I think that's so important and just putting your screens away and moving your body for a second. Living room dances are highly underrated. I've started doing those more often and can confirm they're wonderful. Yeah. Well, I feel like such an idiot. I can't dance, but I'm like, yeah, it's so healing. It's like, so you just like have to laugh at yourself. (laughs) Right. How do you unwind at the end of the day? I'm still working on this one. I try to put my phone up and not bring it to bed with me and play on my phone. I love to work late at night, but I'm trying to not. I do try to read right before bed. And then I have my dog and I just try to like, quiet my mind and sometimes drink tea, but it's really hard for me because I have no trouble sleeping. So by the time I actually lay in my bed, I'm like ready to go to sleep. But I've been trying to, to unwind more than just like shut my laptop and fall asleep, you know? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. What's one thing that you wish you were better at? Organization. (laughs) I'm I'm working on it, but (laughs) I we, we all need Brit. Yeah, but then you like, like I'm working. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard. Um, okay. And then what is your why? Like, what's your why behind everything? Ooh, I love that question. My why. I really love encouraging and inspiring other, especially women to just get out there and do it. And I'm like, I would rather go through all the hell and back and grit and lessons learned if I can just one, have a business big enough to invest in other women, because that's been the biggest struggle for me is just, we've, we've never really, I've never really tried to raise money, but you know, just how much hard work it goes into it that people don't talk about. And I love being real on my Instagram and with Bernarly and I'm very founder facing, but and I'm sure y'all are too, is it's just like showing the realities of it. Uh, And I think that's my why. I think with everything I do, I really just want to encourage and inspire people to get out there and do their thing. Because I've said this already, but life is so freaking short. I'm like, why would you not? Like we aren't guaranteed another day. And so I just, yeah, that's my why. I think it's so interesting that you say that because you have, you know, given tips, like get out there if you have a dream, some people don't have like an actual dream that comes to them. But if you have a dream or something that you can't get off your mind, like go for it. But at the same time, you're like, it's going to be hard. It is not all rainbows and butterflies. Like you use the word grit a lot, which I like because it that's so true. Like there's going to be doors that slam in your face and you can't just be like, okay, well, that's it. I'm done. I guess we can't do it. You know, because of one speed bump, it is so hard. But at the same time, like you said, the amount of things that you've learned from starting Granali, Granarly. Why can I not say that? I'm so sorry. It's kind of um, it, it, I know it's, it's, it's already real slow. Um, oh, but the really things okay. that you've learned has made it worth it, you know? So that's, and so your why is to kind of just share that and to like almost inspire growth in others yeah. from your own story. Totally. Well, and we're kind of re- rebranding, not rebranding a little bit, but our mission is now like to help get you outside and out of your comfort zone. Because I feel like there is this new depth you learn about yourself when you put yourself out of your comfort zone. And it's scary, but it's the most exhilarating growth you'll ever have in your life. So 
Yeah. Right. And it gives you so much confidence because if you can do it one time, then you can do it again and again and again, all the while you're just building yourself up and making yourself a more well-rounded person. It's like literally being at the top of the mountain on a snowboard at the beginning of the season. Like you can't entirely remember if you know how to do this, but you're pretty sure you know that you know how to do this. And you're like, gonna give it a go anyway. And you made it all the way up here and there's only one way down. So full send, full send. And like, you might full fall. Send. You just gotta go for it. Yeah. yeah. And you're gonna fall, but then you look around and like other people are falling too. And you're like, yeah, it's the first week of the season. Like, you know, you're gonna be sore as shit and you're like, worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so relatable. This is me every time I go snowboarding. I'm like, do I remember how to do this? I have no clue. <laughs> Can I get off this chairlift? Yeah. (laughs) Not after my Bernarli shot nonsense. That sounds delicious. (laughs) I know every year I'm like, "Um, I I know how to do this. I know how to do this. I swear to God, I know how to do this. Um, Anyway, if you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out, this is, this is like our last question. We always like give this to our listeners because it's, I think the most important thing is if you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out in business, what would it be? ask questions, DM your idols, DM the people you look up to, ask your friends, ask your family, but also ask questions to people outside of your friends and family, because they're going to be the ones like, that's a great idea. And it's like, no, you need the reality. And I, it goes back to learning from people. Like the reason I made it where I'm at today is because I'm not afraid to ask people like their honest feedback, but also how they got there or what's their biggest piece of advice or, you know, whatever it is, just don't be afraid because more likely than not, people are willing to help you and want to teach you from what they've been through as well. So just have conversation. That's my biggest piece of advice. I love that. I know. That's she's amazing. I told you she's wisdom. You are. You dropped a ton today. I We're love so y'all. I mean, Britt really hyped you up and you like over exceeded all of the expectations I had. And I was like, so pumped for this. Yeah. She's, oh, she's so one of my sweet. most I want to come out with y'all in person. Yeah, please do. I mean, it sounds like you're launching something that's very specific to our area. So we expect to not only have you in our it is. Foods, we're gonna also... In our Maybe we'll have the big launch party down, with y'all. Down the hat. That would be amazing. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, tell our listeners where they can find you. You can find Grenarly at Grenarly.com on our Instagram at Grenarly. It's spelled like gnarly granola mashed together. You'll never say granola plain again. And you can find me on Instagram. If you want Morgan a pots, I always post smoothies and inspirational things and my dog <laughs> and wow. and then yeah whole foods hopefully nationwide later this year i'm gonna manifest that right now and uh grocery stores all across texas right now so very cool yeah. central market we still in central market central market central market whole foods and yeah expanding by the day so it's amazing I'm so proud of you, Morgan. Seriously, thank you so much for taking the time to come on with us today. You are like a ray of sunshine. And I know I say that to you all the time. Um, I'm just, I'm just so proud of you and I love you so much. So thank you for coming on and blessing us with your advice. And uh, thank you for being here. So nice to meet you. I hope to meet you in person one day. Yes. Oh, you will. She's coming out. Thank you so much for having me. I am. I need to just book a freaking flight. Just get on it. Um, okay, so you guys know the rules. You know how it goes. Follow along, Brit on Blast, and find us at BLFT Reno and Haven and Flux and Murdoch Hats and Apparel on Instagram. If you guys like the show, subscribe and review Brit on Blast on whatever platform you're listening to. Go give Morgan a follow. Go give Grenarly a follow. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on another time. Cheers, y'all.